Good morning. I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. James 1.23 says, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. God's word should inspire us to change, even in small ways. Sometimes I'm so bogged down looking for the grandiose, life-altering, get up right now and move to Africa type applications that I miss the got a little something in your teeth applications. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing something obvious and making a change. Every episode I'll read from scripture. I believe the Bible is complete and God gave us enough information to fulfill our purposes if we're looking. So I'll read from scripture and pull out one note, something you can do that day to live and love how God intended. This is not a deep theological discussion. Each one will be around seven minutes. How long does it take you to get dressed in the morning? How long does it take to eat a bowl of cereal or oatmeal? How long do you sit in a drive-thru or sit outside your kid's school waiting to pick them up? How long do you sit at your desk when you've finished one project and you're not quite ready to start the next one? This is for those times. Today I want to start in Acts chapter 1. Acts is an entire book of the word in motion, in the lives of believers who all simply want to live and love as God intended, come what may. Acts 1 will start in verse 1. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, he said. You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Our purpose is to be witnesses to Christ. I like to say if God was done using you, you would be dead. When a witness in court has completed giving his testimony, he is dismissed. So today, how can you bring Christ into a conversation? What if you found one moment every day with whoever you're talking to to mention Jesus? Maybe it's a spouse or a child at the breakfast table, maybe a coworker or a friend, maybe just your barista at Starbucks. This is how the brain works. If we are talking, and for some reason you mention purple elephants, my brain immediately conjures an image of a purple elephant. And that's an unusual image, and so it sticks in my mind. That's all we're going for with this. You mention Jesus in conversation, you put Jesus in people's minds, especially those who aren't used to thinking about him. And maybe it doesn't lead to a long gospel conversation. Maybe it doesn't lead to a tearful repentance and impromptu baptism by the water cooler. But maybe it leads to that person's curiosity. And somewhere down the line, someone else brings up Jesus to them. And then a third person invites them to church. And a fourth person at church invites them to a small group or to lunch. And the fifteenth person in that chain 
gets to give them the gospel. And the 25th person in that chain gets to pray with them to accept Christ. And you, you get to bump into them at heaven and celebrate that you're both there with God. Jesus said you will receive power, but that power wasn't given for you to just go around living knowing you have power. The power of the Holy Spirit was given for us to be witnesses to Christ. Now imagine a life where you fulfill your purpose every day. That sounds like a pretty fulfilling, a pretty joyful way to live. Again, this isn't about deep theology. This isn't about broad sweeping changes. This isn't about you thinking you need to work out more and running a marathon tomorrow. This is about looking in the mirror, seeing something obvious, and making a change. Looking for an opportunity each day for 20 seconds, 30 seconds, to put Jesus in someone's mind, to bear witness to Jesus Christ in some little way. And in that way, every single day, you can fulfill your purpose for existing. What a way to live. Let me pray for you today. Father God, thank you for our purpose. Thank you for giving us something to do that that makes a difference for your kingdom. You didn't have to use us, God, certainly not. Lord, but you chose to use imperfect people to bear witness to Christ. And we thank you for the privilege of being part of your plan. God, we pray as the disciples did in Acts 4 that you give us boldness to be witnesses. Boldness to proclaim Christ to those that are already around us. Show us the windows in conversation, the opportunities in our day to put Jesus in the minds of people around us. Lord, I thank you for using us. Thank you for giving us a purpose. Give us the courage, the faith, and the boldness to fulfill it. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm Nathan. That's the word in motion. Have a great day.